Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have an amazing guest. Libby Britton is here. Thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. And um, so, first of all, you came from Connecticut, which is like I'm so honored that you <laughs> you came to to New Jersey. And Libby's, I don't know if it, is it your main main profession. Yeah, uh, shaman animal communication. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Libby <laughs> is not only a shaman, but she is an animal psychic. Um, which blows my mind. <laughs> and um, we just did a session with, uh, it was me, Shane, Jada, but then some other animal yeah, spirits some other came in. furry friends came on through. <laughs> and, and even the fairy realm. Yeah. Yep. Which um, didn't entirely surprise me because, um, so just like we all have guardian angels, each animal has their own fairy as their little guardian angel for them that looks out for them um, which is really helpful when if especially if you're you know praying for your animal or someone else's animal you can also like really speak to their their fairy and then you call in the fairy realm hell know, yeah do their well thing. i'm into obviously i'm into all the stuff i just yeah. showed <laughs> libby my mural i've got a fairy painted on i have fairy curtains but do you find do you get a lot of people who are skeptical when you first tell them like I'm, I'm a shaman and a pet psychic. Like, what's the typical response? Um, well, usually people are a little confused by what a shaman is. Like, my grandma calls it a, calls me a shaman, which I think is hilarious because I'm like, well, it's close. Like, we clean up a lot of shit. Like, that is hilarious. What shamans, you know, we, we're good cleaners. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> The animal communication thing, what's cool is that sort of seems to, people are less afraid of that. Like, because oh. I've worked as a medium as well, which goes hand in hand with shamanism. And that seems to scare people more. But when they hear like, oh, you can talk to my cat or you can talk to my dog or my bird or my fish, then they're more open to it. So, um, interesting. Then, yeah. So then... Once that door is open, then they like, oh, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so scary. And then they can, because I can communicate with an animal that's passed as well. So then that okay. opens the door even further into the spirit world. And when did you realize that you had not just the gift of um, communication with animals, but also uh, spiritual gifts and, and being able to communicate with different spirits and entities? Like at what age did that start? So my first... So I found a, I found a, um, a home movie from when I think I'm about four and, um, my cousin, I guess, had the family camera and was just screwing around and he goes into the room where I'm sitting there talking to somebody, but you see my parents are outside and he goes in the room and it's very quick, but I'm staring at the wall, sitting on my bed just chattering so I don't know who I was talking to but I'm like well clearly I was having some conversations very early on but my first memory really is from when I was seven and that was with my cat who had passed away okay um and he came back and jumped on my bed at story time and my mom did not know that I'd been going out and telling him to come back and visit and so half of me believed it would happen and the other half was like that's never going to happen so when the bed shook I was sort of terrified and was like... So the bed actually shook? Yeah, the bed actually shook. It was an older bed, so we knew, like, when if a cat jumped on the bed, we knew, and if one jumped off the bed, we knew. And I remember my mom stopped reading, and we turned at the same time and looked, and there was no cat. No cat had been on the bed to jump off, and there was nobody... Nobody had jumped up onto the bed. So she, she went, that was a little weird, and I'm sure my eyes were bugging out... <laughs> She's like, well, I'm going to go get a cough drop. And I was sitting there now by myself in the room. And I was like, uh, my cat's name was Weasel. So I was like, uh, Weasel, thanks for visiting. But maybe, maybe you should stay in heaven. Because like, my mom had told me about this movie, Pet Cemetery, And like, Stephen oh, King, the fear she, was in there. Yeah. And so I think if I hadn't had that element, because I didn't even, I didn't know what that movie was, but my mom was scared about it and had basically told me, 
you probably let Weasel, you know, be in heaven. He doesn't need to come back. And so I had, one, not been listening to my mom. And now on top of it, it worked. So now what was pretty much where I was at. Um, And that's so young for that to be happening in a good way but yeah. as a as a four-year-old with a parent who's a little fearful of what's yeah. happening I could understand you being like oh maybe I want to close this door for now yeah well the cat was seven but like four was when oh you were okay so you were seven oh, when the cat yeah yeah okay but okay. the home movie of that I've recently found so it goes back farther got it my earliest memory is with my cat at age seven um and it's but as far as like knowing because I didn't that was paranormal things seem to happen a lot and I was fascinated by ghost stories and fascinated about haunted places like on we'd go on family vacations I remember my cousins and I we went to the Greenbrier which is a very old old location and I think I was five and we'd have like morning breakfast like so did anything weird happen in your room like I think like at five I'm already like convinced and like ready to be a ghost hunter and (laughs) um but so I had that intrigue and that interest but I didn't necessarily know what I was experiencing was actual gifts or abilities. It just seemed like weird stuff happened um, a lot. And then as I got older, I was like, I'd really like to be psychic, but I didn't see things. So I was like, well, I'm not psychic. I'm just strange. That is really my conclusion. And then um, I just started reading more and more about it. And then I think, thinking like well maybe I have some sort of gift or some sort of ability and um because I my ability started off as being clairaudient so I would hear things but um they didn't it wasn't voices talking to me it was like I was just eavesdropping on the like you were picking up it's like a channel like a tv where you're like like all of a sudden you get a frequency coming in but it it wasn't necessarily to you right it was a blip of a sentence like the middle part or it would almost sound like when when there's a TV or a radio on in another room, but you can't really make out what's being said. Got it's it. It's just that white kind of slightly louder than white noise. It would be that. Okay. Or, or I think the TV was on upstairs and I'd go upstairs and there's nothing on. Like those are... So you've been tapping into these other frequencies since you were really young. And would yeah. you tell the story about the, the betta fish as well? Oh, yeah. So, so um, when I guess... It was about five or five or six with a, my betta fish sparkle. And um, my mom had gone into my room and saw a sparkle was was dead. So she was like, okay, this is, we're going to have the talk um, of death and dying. And my mom being an elementary school psychologist and, you know, counselor, she was like really kind of, I think the best person to have be like giving a good discussion on death and dying with, a kid and um she's like Libby I'm sorry Sparkle passed away and I looked and I said oh no she's just sleeping and like, no no it's the deep sleep lib like she's in heaven now I'm like no she's not she, yeah she is lib and I'm like, no look and I put my hand on the tank and uh Sparkle just all of a sudden started swimming again and I can only imagine my mother was like well shit that was not what I was expecting. Yeah, like, how every death talk is yeah, going to go. Like, You're what's, like, nope. And then everything just pet yeah, cemetery pet style. Pet cemetery, yeah. yeah. But what was funny too, though, is like later on when uh, our other cat had passed away, this was prior to Weasel, uh, we had this other Siamese cat who was yeah. kind of crabby. And um, it was Thanksgiving and my mom's sitting at the table and then the cat just went and laid down in the middle of the floor and died. And my mom was upset and I just went over and was like, like a little like little clinician like looked at her like got down close to the floor looked at her closer then stood up and looked at my mom went yep she's dead (laughs) that just very matter of fact you were just so tuned in to not just spirits obviously but animals and their well-being and we'll talk a little bit about the session that that just happened (laughs) um and I obviously had the option of I was like okay so should I record the whole session or should we do a, a recap and um a recap just felt right because sometimes like in a session it can get really personal yeah. and you just never know what's going to come out. So it felt um, better, but I was amazed. Um, I already, so I, I met you through Allison Charles. I knew this was going to happen. You can hear Jada's little toes. I can't, <laughs> of course. She's like, oh, you're about to talk about me? Oh, you're going to talk about the work. Do you want to just- go sit with Libby? <laughs> okay. 
Can you come up here? There she goes. Jada, don't do this to me. <laughs> she she comes running up because she knows we're about to talk about her. No, honey. D- okay. So, and up here we have, there, it's it's not like real, real hardwood, but it's like that woodish floor thing. And um, Jada has long nails. So like, of course, it sounds like she's tap dancing everywhere she goes. Okay. So the start of the session. Okay. No, I know what I was saying. I met you through Allison Charles, who's been on here a bunch and she's fucking fantastic. Yeah. So I knew when she put us in contact that you were going to be the real deal. Oh, thank um, you. you know, cause, cause she just has like that kind of radar, but, um, you know, so, so we were hanging first and I was like, Oh, she's just cool as a person. Not only just these abilities, but you're cool as a person. <laughs> but then, um, I was really like, even the start of the process, am I allowed to like talk about? Yeah, go for it. Okay. It's, it's your session. So do your thing. So, so Libby first, um, taps into my energy and I don't know how much of it you want to of your process you want to share but you can yeah yeah so um this part like for me that's always uh the part I get a little bit more nervous about because I'll tell my client that I'm going to connect with your energy um it really allows for an easy like a, a stronger baseline so when I bring the animal in I'm able to then the messages and the information the animal's giving connects on a deeper level to what they're working with you on, on a soul level. So by, by connecting with you first, then I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Why she's connecting about boundaries or why she's connecting about working with this. My boundaries are perfect. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. There was a lot of boundary so, issues. came up. So, <laughs> so when I start to read someone's energy, I'm, I get a little nervous cause I don't want to, um, y- you know, bring up something that maybe, yeah. you know, some people may feel like, uh, a little more guarded or like, what are you talking about? Or I didn't, that's not what I signed up for. I just want you to talk to Fifi. I don't want you to deal with me like away. Like, so yeah. um, I get, that's where I get a little nervous, but it really is what takes the animal communication um, to a, a whole deeper, deeper level. So um, cool. And I mean, so Libby, when she first connected to to my energy and brought me in, I mean, you could describe it, but it was so funny because the the animal part hadn't even started, and I was already like blown away because like <laughs> she brings me into this room, and once again, you can explain it, but I was like, whoa, like it, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, could, you could go. So um, when I connect with somebody's energy, I use the imagery of uh, my white room, which is my sacred space um, in my mind's eye, and um, it's. Uh, basically there aren't any set walls so it allows for the space to expand and contract as needed the only thing that's there are these um, at the one end opposite me uh, are some French doors and that's where the the person as well as later the animal will come through and so when I connect with Kate she's just like some people will come in like tiptoe in sometimes it's just they like come in like you know like I'm here but Kate came in with like what's up party people and like there's (laughs) rainbows and a fog machine and smoke and like this whole thing of like I literally what was said was that (laughs) Prince can't handle like hold a candle to to making an entrance to the way Kate does is like (laughs) It just like I mean, it was so funny, you know, because it's like you're like, okay, can I connect with you? Do I have permission? I'm like, yes, and you did it, and you're just like, kind of get like did a giggle. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what's happening? And you like described it with the rainbows and this like outfit, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's me. Like I was like, yeah, but but that already like the stuff, you know, like Prince doesn't. And first of all, I love Prince, you know, but like <laughs> when you said that, I was just already like dying, and then um. Yeah, and then you brought in Jada, and I'll, I'll once again, I want you to be the one kind of describing the messages and what the process. But then that was a whole other amazing experience. Because <laughs> uh, Jada, um, a, a lot of times when I work with people, it'll be over the phone, so I don't always have the animal okay. there with me. So it is intriguing to see how an animal is responding because they're they very much know. Like I'll usually hear um, my client on the other end saying like, "Oh, yep." my dog or my cat is now like right here sitting next to me or they're doing this like as you're describing it. And um, so it's fun to see how the animal is like in person as I'm doing it. Um, And I always like to preface that when I invite the animal into the white room, they don't always come in looking the way 
that uh, they do in person. Sometimes cats come in looking like tigers or um, big dogs will come in looking little and it's however they want their energy to manifest. But Jada appeared just as she did in in person and had she's just showing me like her the way she was sitting apparently is exactly the way she sits for you there's a regality to her but she's a goofball as well yeah um and uh (laughs) but she just uh would be it was kind of going back and forth between like in real time like because i hear animals and it's just i have one level of conversing with them and then there's the the soul level stuff where that's more of um really tuning in closing my eyes and like getting the information that way so it was fun to go back and forth here in this session to to hear her wise cracks and uh, she's a very sassy dog i mean once again i I knew that but when it comes (laughs) through from like the other side in that kind of a way um I like, do you remember any of the specific messages? I hate to put you on the spot since um, like, it's hard to sometimes remember the exact. Yeah. Cause I usually, it's just like a, a you know, um, I'm sorry. I should have channel. totally taken notes when we were doing <laughs> it. That's right. my bad. I mean, I do know, I very clearly remember when you asked me about uh, what her thoughts on twin flames were. And Jada said, she thinks that if more people took time to sniff one another out, we'd all be finding our twin flames a whole lot easier and much quicker and to me that's like the funniest best response ever because you picture dogs like sniffing each other's butts and because I never thought of it like that but it's so true because so many of us have this immediate desire to connect and fill that void and I loved her response of just like if we all just took more time I think before engaging in sex and stuff um it would be a lot easier if we slowed down to actually know who we um really come yeah. alive with and and yeah but but most people and I get it it's not judging but most people really um well and the way we are now like especially like even with our like dating apps now it's like swipe left swipe right swipe like it's quick 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 yes quick make decisions with before even processing what what was the person's name that I just swiped on like yeah who was that <laughs> um so it makes it makes total sense for the animals to be like just chill out like feel into it does this i'm trying to take like even on when i'm when i agree to do things on what dates and times rather than just going like oh yeah that's fine that's fine but actually like feel into it and be like yes does no actually that really doesn't feel like i don't know if something's going to come up but for some reason i'm feeling like we should do it at this time instead like it's it's all comes down to mindfulness really i think um and taking that time that you need yes and you know what i also just love about you in general is like nothing's off limits in the sense of like um the weird the paranormal (laughs) because there's so many people even within the spiritual community it's like no one's ever crazy or odd for believing in a concept that the rest of the masses have yet to, you know, get on board with. And sometimes you don't get on board with certain things. But like every, you know, take like Leonardo da Vinci, Frida Kahlo, even Lady Gaga. Like for me, not just artists, but people who are kind of like on the edge of these things, they're often called names. And I think it's, I think what's so cool is like switching from that to just being a, more open. It doesn't mean you have to accept. It doesn't mean like, so anyone who doesn't believe in twin flames or pet psychics or aliens or fairies, like you don't have to just shut this off or, or call someone a name. You can just go, huh, something in my system's reacting to this and, and sitting with it. It's like the same thing as the Jada sniffing it out. Like yeah. you're allowed, even if some, any of this stuff is weird. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like in, that's how, um, I mean, I've been fortunate with the teachers and mentors I've had of uh, like really reinforcing and like, what do you feel in your body? Like, cause your body will respond to if one of the first exercises I learned, like from my first meditation group I went to was your truth cord. And like, you can basically, it's the exercise where you tell yourself a truth and then pause and see what you feel in your body. Then tell yourself a lie 
and then see how your body responds to that. And you can keep doing that back and forth and then you'll notice it. And then when you go out, you basically are training yourself to be aware that you are a walking lie detector. That energy yes. does not lie. It's the, it's the greatest thing. People, You can put on a facade, you can put on a pretty picture, anything like that. But if the energy makes you feel eh, then don't go with it. And that's about... And it's fine if it resonates with something like I always say, like, if something I say resonates with you, awesome. If it doesn't, then don't, don't, you don't have to take it. <laughs> I mean, huge amen on that because, and we're seeing this in all these like celebrity feuds and like obviously politics. Yeah. Where we are already. But like, um, you know, I don't know if you heard about like the Lana Del Rey, Azalea Banks no, feud no. that's kind of going on. And I'm Azalea Banks is you know who she is? She's like a rapper. And yeah, yeah. She kind of starts with a lot of people. Here Jada is again. She's like, what? <laughs> Who's starting with who? But like I f- now I totally forget where I was going. Uh Azalea Banks. But I forget like the what what was like Oh, um taking things that agree with you and then yeah thank you thank you so like I feel like when someone disagrees with someone or they're offended um you don't have to like engage like if you don't agree you can go huh okay that's not for me and like keep it moving and I'm not saying I'm a pro at this always Jada you're really gonna have to stop tap dancing around the room because okay um so like I feel like she came to be like like, giggling into the mic (laughs) But um, I feel like we can all, you, you can disagree with someone and not have to like start shit with them. Yeah. And that is something I've come across a lot like uh, in my work of like, um, because there is when you start. I, so originally I was a theater major. I did um, special effects makeup. And then um, like it shifted into mediumship really like I was burnt out from um doing the makeup artistry and combining that with like doing like retail work too with makeup and I was just like uh I'm done with that and then my grandma passed away and that was really where my spirit door just flew open and um I just dove headfirst into it because I was really in love with it but then when you go into like so what do you do now because that does seem especially like living in los angeles like that's one of the first things people always ask you where are you from and what do you do and so now like and my family members even just being like so what do you what do you do and i'm like oh well i'm a medium oh, okay you're a psychic and then that just like evolved into i'm know. seeing a sparkly presence by the way right around i have don't know what it is but <laughs> awesome. as you were saying that it's like sparkles were happening right over there i was like okay awesome thank yeah. you whoever's here <laughs> um that evolved into um into shamanism and because i had no idea what that was and i just the woman that ended up being my mentor had been uh was a shaman and she was talking about things that i was like i knew in my gut i could do and i was like where did you learn this where did you learn these exercises she kept talking about shaman school so i was like all right well i gotta get my ass to shaman school and then that evolved into like i was really fascinated with spirit animals and paying attention to what birds were coming around and so i was like i i honestly really do enjoy animals more than people for the most part and um i was like i I need i feel like i'm really missing something here and then as luck would have it i had this um course book came from where i had been at for shaman school at uh, omega in rhinebeck new york and there was a weekend seminar on animal communication. I was like, done, I'm there. And so it's been evolving, but my family nonetheless is like, what? Like, that's weird. And uh, and some either are, um, are uh, atheists, so they don't, um, they're kind of snarky. So then there's a lot of questioning yeah. of that. And then I have others where I've just recently connected with parts of my mom's biological family and um they're catholic and so talking to the dead talk like this is all like uh really not like it's scary because they don't know what it is so then it becomes this debate and i've always been one like you do you let me let me be me like i we don't need to debate on stuff like as long as 
we're not harming one another like whatever makes life whatever makes life easier and makes yeah. you happy and makes your soul sing then do that amen once <laughs> again it's it and, and i'm not once again i always try to say like i'm not saying i'm perfect at this oh well none of us are <laughs> but 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 this is what we need to see more of in once again, politics, friendships, romance, all of it. Like, it's okay to disagree. Um, but we almost want to, like, force each other. It's like, wait, you don't agree with me? Well, that makes me too uncomfortable because now I have to start questioning my belief. So, like, I have to now convince you to, to think the same way. And it's like, it's, it's, it's okay to, like, let yourself exist let the other person exist with what they have and then a third thing really does truly arise which they teach in my school which is like a whole other place that's holding you know opposites yeah and and I think when we can kind of get there and just sit with ourselves and plus we don't have to come to conclusions like right away even yeah. with the Dr. Ford Kavanaugh thing which I obviously immediately believed her which yep. would trigger some people yeah but um you can sit with these uncomfortable places and see what arises, even if it takes months or however long. So if you don't know how you feel about being a, not you, but like shamanism, pet uh, pet psychic stuff or communication with spirit realms, like anyone listening, like you can just sit with it. Like you don't have to, you know, land somewhere right now. Yeah. I mean, everybody is going at their own pace and it's the correct pace that that they, is right for their soul. So like for me, I was like, woohoo, I'm, I guess like for me, I really, I always wanted abilities. I always wanted, like, I really actually had this, this fantasy that I would go to see Sylvia Brown. We were talking right before we started recording about Sylvia Brown and Love I her. did, Loved I did, her, but yeah. I did get to see her and I had this when she was uh, alive, I saw her in LA and I was like, maybe she'll, she'll end up doing a reading on me and she's going to tell me that I have abilities. Like, that's what I had in my mind. It didn't happen. But years later, I went to another psychic uh, medium who, when I, she had a show on LMN called uh, The Haunting Of. Her name's Kim Russo. Uh, she's in Long Island. And um, I saw the way she would do, like, give readings for people. And I was like, that's how I get my info. Even on TV when they would do reenactments, it was the way I would see things in my mind's eye. And I was like, mm. this is the closest I've ever seen of anybody receiving info the way I do. And so I, I went to, as luck would have it, uh, she was going to be nearby. And so um, my parents and I went and saw her. And I uh, remember I was picking up information right before she'd say it when she'd give a reading to somebody. Like there was somebody whose loved one did something with baseball and I saw a mitt and she said something about a bat. Like it was, wow. we were in sync. And, um, but for me, the big part was I looked at her and in my head I'd said, I'm not going to get a reading today. Am I? And she was like, I really wish I could give everybody a reading today. And I was like, Oh shit, she can hear me. <laughs> and, um, so I, th- I never told her this part cause we, I've, we've run into one another, um, several times since then. And, uh, and when I was like screaming her name at times, I'm like, does this really work? Is this tele- telepathy? What? What? Like I it was like a golden retriever in terms of like energy. I was just super excited all the time. Anything spirit related. And um, I remember she was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm having a hard time connecting with your loved one to whoever she was giving a reading to. And uh, later I ended up being able to ask her what to do and um, where to go. But she came up to my mom and I and she went, Wow you've got abilities and so it was it was the goal it was the dream i'd had but it was a different person and actually she ended up being the stand-in for uh uh an event where sylvia brown was supposed to read and she passed away suddenly and so kim ended up being well the stand-in the replacement so it was um really uh uncanny but so that that was the way it so after that point, then I felt like I, like, okay, I've got validation. Like somebody else said it. Like, I, yeah, because I wanted it so bad that I thought I was maybe making it up. But a lot of people I know are scared of it. I, a lot of people, um, they're have, terrified to open up the gifts because of that, like superstitious thing that's still in the collective around religion and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I 
I was still hesitant to fully open up until my grandma passed because to me it was like I don't know who's on the other side like Mm. I was taught as a kid don't talk to strangers so I was applying that to the spirit world like how am I gonna know how do you know what's coming through yeah yeah and um so when my grandma passed I was like well I'm gonna know who it is and I recognize her and all it took was me saying you know nanny this week because I was staying in her house after she'd passed and we were taking care of her estate and I was communicating with her and she was basically telling me who she wanted different things to go to wow and um I heard her voice like very clear and was able to deliver messages for my mom and it was really cathartic for me just in the whole process and I thought this is beautiful I would love to help other people this way so I asked her and said would would you continue to work with me so I can develop this and and help other people and that was that was it that's what blew my closet door right off the hinges and she of course my grandmother true to who she was in life was like okay here we're gonna do this and you need to contact this and like wow so it came through very very strong yeah she just spoke to you yep um well Jada by the way obviously came in and is (laughs) on my lap um I'll I'll, I'll bring in a couple of things that came through in the session I'm not gonna remember all of it but you saw her as like a Cleopatra dog. Yep, completely. That's the, the regal yet goofy thing. But then one of the images you saw was her pacing back and forth near a door. And it's hilarious because, and this is where the boundaries things come comes in, is if it were up to Jada, she'd be glued to my body at all times. Yeah, that's right. She When she was pacing, she was like, would you just open the damn door? Like, that's what I heard. <laughs> because sometimes I need alone time on my bed without jada on it and um and i know it hurts her feelings when i close the door but like sometimes i just need that space and that's where the boundaries came in because you were saying like animals and you know this whole holographic nature of reality but they're mirrors to show us lessons about ourselves and i definitely have boundaries issues on both sides uh you know some i have trouble yeah on both sides where it's like sometimes i invade someone's space and and i often find um I have trouble saying no. And here I was with, with Jade in a sense, yeah. closing that door and feeling really guilty about not being able to be there for her all the time. But I just didn't, you know, I need a recharge and I can't always be giving her all the pets in the world. Um, so yeah, the boundaries issue came in strong, which has yeah. been an issue in my life since I was young. I, I think a lot of us who are sensitive and have abilities, um, we do have that with boundaries because we feel, at least speaking for myself, feel what the other person is feeling. So when we try to assert those boundaries, we're then feeling uncomfortable. And as children, it's, oh, I'm uncomfortable, but really we're feeling the other person's um, discomfort, but we take that on as our own. And so then we want to avoid that. And so that just kind of er- starts to erode the boundary, uh, you know, and that's where that sort of comes in. Um, and I can totally relate to that with, with what you're describing about with Jada, because I feel that way with, with my dogs. And like, I've one or two that will come into bed and they're, they're three pounds. And one of them, she's so small, she squeaks through any gates like she's able like a little mouse can like pop through so there's no keeping Maybelline out of where she wants to be but the other dogs are like no you know I like last night none of the dogs except for Maybelline and Honey were allowed upstairs and they'll bark and like my one little boy dog will just do like the saddest little whimper and like even like it pulls at your heart and your soul and you're like I'm disappointing these sweet innocent creatures I mean they they definitely look like they could be cast to be in the next ASPCA like Humane Society ad like my little dog Rupert like he's like gets his little lip like lower lip just trembling and like stop just stop you guys all have beds down here you're all perfectly like Mama needs her sleep. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, like I give Jada a ton of love and energy and I feed her well. And like, and yet when I close that door, my like, there's a part of me that's like, oh, you're being an asshole for not giving her even more in this moment. And like, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone I'm sure is working on boundary issues. But yes, those of us who are very, very sensitive, whether you're 
empathic, psychically gifted, all of it, none of it. Like if you're just sensitive and you can feel someone else's pain, you often take it on and you're like, well, I don't want to disappoint um, this other person. And I think true self-love and even spirituality, it's like learning how to say no to others so you can really take care of yourself. And sometimes you just need to be alone and by yourself. And um, yeah, even if it's for a couple hours, like I'm like, Jada, I love you. But um, look, she's looking at me as I (laughs) she is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, sometimes I just need to be alone for like human time. And I don't say that that's that almost had a weird connotation. (laughs) But like literally just human time. Nothing. No, I I mean, it. uh, although if I am masturbating, like I don't need yeah, it's weird. Any animal in the room. Well, and honestly, my like my dog Rupert one time like came in the room and sat down <laughs> at the end of the bed and was I'm like, you need to go. Like this was, this is weird. Like, and I was like, uh, hold that thought and it's it's out, it's out very room. hard to be fully in that moment <laughs> when you've got like animals around you, Just you know, staring at you. Yeah, but at the same time, you're like, okay, guys, like time to get. Yeah. Versus like um, my dog Maybelline has her reindeer and anybody that meets Maybelline uh, usually has either seen her and reindeer or has heard of her and reindeer. But like the best example being so my friend Donna had a jewelry store and we went to visit and I had Maybelline and she had never met Maybelline before. And uh, Maybelline is three pounds, a little white chihuahua. And she has this red reindeer that's the exact same size as her. It's, it, basically, it looks like two chihuahuas in my bag. And uh, it's like, oh, this is Maybelline and this is reindeer. And she's like, oh, hi, Maybelline. Oh, that's reindeer? What do you do with reindeer? And Maybelline hopped out of her bag. And then she very carefully pulled reindeer out and sat it down in front of Donna. And then she looked at Donna. And then she went over to reindeer, mounted him. No. Looked up at Donna and then began humping oh. reindeer vigorously. And then Donna's jaw just about hit the floor. And then Maybelline jumped off and sat down next to Reindeer and proudly looked up at her and was like, that's that's what I do with my Reindeer. Oh. And I said, you asked. Show and tell. Well, that's what you were saying, too, is like animals are here. There are these guides to help us show us or, or gurus is the word you use to show yeah. us in, in a sense how to live. And I think even when it comes to like sex and oh, humping yeah. and all of it, they're like. And once again, sniffing people out, I don't take, I take sex seriously and all of that. But I think there's still kind of like, there's less um, shame around, you know, even uh, shitting in yeah. the animal kingdom. We talked a lot about shitting, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same dog uh, likes to like use, like she will, if she gets irritated with you, she will poop in your shoe or your slipper. Um, Animals know what's up. Yeah. Yep. They, uh, <laughs> she and she's totally unapologetic about it and like she does not apologize about humping that reindeer and somebody else i think on instagram had like posted a video about like their dog like humping something and they're like is this normal and people were giving all their like (laughs) and i just went right into what is the animal teaching us i'm like do you realize that there's like a thousand people had responded to this post i was like it's gotten a thousand people to watch it and have it like kind of tune in, but it's really like loosen up and like, you know, like you do you like you. Yes. Just fulfill your needs and uh, find out what makes no, you tick. Yeah. And even if no, it's humping a reindeer yeah, and there's no shame in it. Like I, th- I feel like especially more like as women, we're kind of like our, needs and exploring our needs are often like no like boys will be boys boys do that blah blah blah. but like there isn't any talk about girls taking care of their needs and exploring well there's plenty of that around here (laughs) talking at least about it yeah and um and honestly like my female dogs are the ones like that are just like oh yeah I, I got some needs I'm gonna go take care of this right now yeah and once again not being ashamed of whatever your needs are as long as you're really keeping it in a sacred space and like yeah yeah do, like do you boo <laughs> the other thing that kind of that did come through was Jada she doesn't do it often but she has snapped um at a couple <laughs> toddlers 
And when we brought that in as one of the questions is like, what's going on there? I loved your response. Oh, yeah. So um, I immediately, so sometimes I will get comparisons of some of the animals in my pack. And I've learned that that means it's corresponding with the message of the animal I'm reading. And so um, one of my dogs will, when he sees two dogs or, you know, a squabble going on, he will break it up. And I more recently learned thanks to Animal Planet, that um, dogs inherently will want to stop chaotic energy. Anything that within a pack that seems out of control, they will nip it in the bud. And um, so with Jada, like, kids nowadays, like, every generation that's coming in is are more and more open. So just as those of us that are exploring our abilities now as adults and getting more in touch with ourselves, like in going th- like awakening processes can be really overwhelming. So if you imagine what it's like then when you are a toddler, you're, you're balancing both like processing different energies, being super sensitive to all that, this energetic shift that's going on and also trying to learn how to speak like at the same time that's a lot and so the energy can be rather chaotic around that too at least that's what I was picking up around the ones that like Jada has encountered and so when she's snapped because you mentioned your your son Shane is there and he's very sensitive and um very uh gifted with his abilities she's like saying "Uh, uh, I don't I don't like this energy for for your energy um and so she wanted to protect protect that and so as i said to shane like if you just imagine your energy expanding so that that chaotic energy isn't overtaking your own i also i mean at this point i don't let her near toddlers <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean oh yeah i mean after after a couple times you're like all right honey look she just like looked at you <laughs> you know you're in timeout and i but it, but what you're saying rings completely true where it's like she's sensing energy in a whole other level and and when she feels that that chaos or whatever because toddlers it's what you're saying there's so much frenetic stuff coming out of them she doesn't know what's going on she wants to protect she wants to stop that that energy that's less predictable yeah I yeah. look she just looks at me yeah I get it I get it honey and I think it kind of speaks to like even on a deeper level like when we we're talking back to like mirroring for all of us like a lot of times like we do become fearful of that which we can't predict or that which we don't understand like I learned that I never I've never had been afraid of birds but it wasn't until like I was in college and somebody had a bird in their dorm room and they had it flying around I realized like the sound reminded me of a bug and then I realized, like, I've never been around birds really up close, and I couldn't predict the behavior, so I f- found myself feeling antsy, which my conscious mind was like, well, that's weird, because I'm not afraid of them, but it's yeah. the unpredictability, like, not knowing how, what the movement is. And so then on a, you know, on a more generalized note, um, I would say then, that, like, Jada's mirroring what a lot of us do, which... I don't know what this is. This seems unpredictable. I can't control this. I I don't want it. Yeah. And then the the snap happens, which isn't okay, miss. Um, But I get (laughs) it. Um, I would love... Okay, so so you brought in birds, and I've actually been (laughs) talking to and singing a lot to the birds in the neighborhood. Like when I take her for a walk, um, especially after seeing A Star is Born. Have you seen it yet? I have not. You have to see it. The ending fucked me up. Not trying to give anything away, no. but goddamn, I had to wear sunglasses for the rest of the day. Like I couldn't oh. stop crying. But um, it, note to self: wear waterproof mascara. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it, it, it wow. Um, crazy good movie. The chemistry, obviously, I already talked about it last week between Gaga and Cooper is insane and electrifying. Yeah. Um, but it definitely because you're watching her claiming her gift, and I shut down my singing voice. Years and years and years ago, because um, I got self-conscious and people teased me. So I'm trying to open it back up. And, I'm, you know, the, the birds love it. They don't judge. Yeah. So um, I would love to know. I don't know if you can do this on the spot. You can tell totally, But if you could connect even to the birds in the neighborhood, if that's possible in this space. And, and I would love to hear what they <laughs> are feeling about the, the sing. I've been singing a lot to them. Let's see. So I can connect with, like, us, um, like the collective. Sure. Of- Yes. Uh, the, like the bird collective. 
<laughs> so the first thing that comes in is I see, um, this makes sense. So I see a goldfinch, um, and he's sort of fluffing his feathers, like to like, um, and, uh, goldfinch, the reason I said like this makes sense is, um, they're often seen, um, as a symbol of, for the fairy realm. So, uh, that would make a lot of sense for why they would be coming. Um, that would be the, of all the birds like to come through. Plus it's a really bright colored bird. Like you didn't just get a sparrow, not to put down sparrows, but I mean, you know, we love you sparrows. <laughs> it, uh, uh, the, the goldfinch, um, so they're hearing me and it, then, yeah. Okay. And, um, they like the fact like, so that like, like, puffing up of the chest and kind of like fluffing the feathers for me is an indicator of like, you know, you're fluffing yourself up. You're getting, you know, you're building yourself up again, which that was something that had come through in the reading with your, um, with your, uh, triceps, like building, building up those, uh, muscles, those that really play a lot in picking yourself up. And, um, the part that, uh, I said in the reading, like when we look at, a uh, like, the flexed arm a lot of times we look at the bicep not so much the tricep mm. the underarm so that to me metaphorically speaks to that which isn't seen um again that would also connect then with the goldfinch so you singing to them they are very appreciative and like it's more proud of the fact that Aww. you are tuning back into that part of yourself because i have never met a bird that whispers or is unashamed of their singing like and never and you know crows are freaking loud and love crows never heard one go like oh sorry yeah <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> yeah um and uh for me like i love singing and I, I sing in the car a lot and um i have like my own one gal car karaoke and love that. Um, but it really clears out and strengthens and balances my throat chakra. Yes. Um, which is the one is the chakra that I find I have to work on more than than the others. And um, so singing is a great fun way to do that. And and it really I loved what you were saying all of it. It made me emotional too. Be, of the whole like birds don't whisper like they're not ashamed of their song and so many of us are so scared to whether it's actual sing it or just be who we are and as as outgoing and and kicking the door down as I am you know when it when it comes to many aspects of myself including the singing part I'm terrified um, like I'll be singing to the birds in the neighborhood and all of a sudden I'll hear like someone in the house nearby moving. And I'm like, oh my God, they were listening. Because when I sing, it's very Mary Poppins, Cinderella, you know, like yeah. it, it's very, uh, those like musicals because I'm just singing what's like it's channeling. Um, and normally it's a very hopeful message actually. Yeah. Um, but it's not something I'm comfortable with like everyone hearing. So when I'm like, oh shit, someone like her, do they think I'm crazy? Like all those things go through and like, I can't wait till we're in a society where we're all breaking out into song and dance right? yeah. all the time. <laughs> I often think like in my head, I'm like, oh, I wish there was music here. Like, I feel like there should be an option to just like have a soundtrack going on. Like I, I have yeah. plenty of like playlists and stuff that I have on my phone and, and everything. But it, <laughs> I guess, uh, cause I mentioned to you that I get music, music is used a lot for me as a way to get messages um and so i'm sure as i continue to evolve and work on my abilities and develop i'm sure i'll be having more and more music playing in my head because sometimes actually that does happen where i can't turn it off and then that's when it's like okay what yeah uh like what what is it that you want <laughs> like what what message am i not getting i need a little more clarity um because I don't think anybody ever wants to have a radio. They can't turn off, but, um, yeah. Music is huge in, in bringing in messages from spirit. And like, even if you don't want to hear, like, it's funny, like what song will come in in a moment and you're like, okay, you yeah, know? Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, there was a song, um, by the band Perry, um, 
uh, I can't remember the title, but it's um, about like um, my mother or whatever. And after my mom passed, I was like, nope, like I love their CD, but I was like, nope, not ready to listen to that. Nope, not ready to listen to that. I kept just like yeah. switch it, switch it. And then one day I woke up and it was playing in my head. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like I have intentionally not listened to this song. So I don't have the lyrics in my yeah. head, but it was spirit being like, nope, you got to listen to that. It's like, oh, okay. But it ripped the Band-Aid off for me. And yeah. um, I mean, I'll still get a little emotional when I listen to it, but um, it was no more avoiding because that, that's wow. energy that can certainly be used in a much more productive manner than hiding. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard when things come up that we didn't necessarily want to face. Like um, I've been getting triggered a decent amount and um, I guess it was, yeah, yesterday I was deeply, deeply triggered and I was like, okay, here we are in this space. What can I do? And I think sometimes I, I, I would isolate mm-hmm. and, and try to deal with it on my own. And I just suddenly, in a, a beautiful move, I was like, you don't have to isolate. Like you can call some certain people um, and share the pain, not to put it on them, but it's like you have, I'm very grateful to have certain friends that are also deeply steeped in, in healing work and just beautiful souls. And I was like, you don't have to do this alone. Like that's such a young place, right? Where your parents do something or say something and you're like, Oh my God, I'm going to, I'm alone. I'm trapped. And I was like, you're not alone and you're not trapped. So like reach out to who you need to reach out to, to survive this. Um, and you know, when it comes to music too, I think when you're, when you're often feeling isolated or alone, there are certain songs that can just lift your spirit. Even if it's your sad and listening to a sad song, it's like, no, there are other humans that are in this frequency with you. You're not the only sad one at this moment. And also like the spiritual realm is often in like that, that song like vibration. Oh yeah. It moves differently. For sure. For sure. Um, it's funny. Yeah. Like I I definitely can relate completely with uh, having that tendency to isolate because part of me is like, well, I'm a shaman. Like, this is something like my feet are being put to the fire. Like, I've got to, like, face this. And but then it's also like you don't have to do it alone. Like, so it's um, but I also like being an only child. And like, I, I now have cousins that are I have cousins that are 10 years older than me and then I have cousins that are 10 years, 15 years younger than me. So I'm like my, my solo (laughs) member of the family of my age group. And so like, I'm, I'm very comfortable in being, doing stuff on my own and, um, and also very comfortable being like the caretaker, but you have like, I've learned to have to then balance that with going into rescue mode. Um, and then also not just going into this isolation yeah. when stuff starts to hit the fan. Like, cause usually I'm like, ah, I don't like what's going on. I don't, I don't want to share this. Like, so then it just, especially when it's like the really, really raw. Yeah. Cause then you just feel like, at least I do. Like, I feel like I'm, a, I, I actually yes. had this conversation with Allison of like being like, I'm supposed to be a healer. How is it that I feel like I'm a mess and like clearly I haven't learned anything and like that's not Yeah, you question your abilities <laughs> as a as a healer, as just a functioning human, which is so like once again how this collective needs to heal into like you're allowed to be messy, you're allowed to be emotional. And yeah. the people who are going to judge you over having a rough day, week, month, year, whatever, they're not your people. Because right. it's, you know, and, and I'm a big fan of uh, the Twin Flames, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grant Grandy is actually how you pronounce it. I heard her in an interview correct it. So I'm like, should I have been pronouncing her name wrong? But <laughs> what I love even about that relationship is Pete's always been very outspoken about the fact that, and I don't even want to call it a mental issue because I don't actually, th- I, I think, I think he just has those ups and downs that a lot of us very sensitive artists have. And I love that somehow their relationship is bringing more light to the fact of like humans are allowed to have dips and manic uh, episodes or, I mean, obviously healing work 
helps to smooth them out. But like, it's okay to have those moments. Reach yeah. out to someone, a friend or whoever. I mean, I remember as a, as a kid going home and telling my mom, like we had a substitute teacher and it was an elementary school and I was like tapping my foot during story time and the sub was like, oh, Libby, would you please stop doing that? And I remember being like, ew. <laughs> Why don't you just yell like that? You're smiling and telling and scolding like this is weird. And I remember going home and telling my mom, like, I didn't like this lady because she didn't seem to she just seemed smiley all the time. And there I am at like, you know, six, seven and being like, there didn't seem to be a range of emotion. And so when I reflect back on that, that I mean, that really kind of says it right there of like it's it's okay it's normal like if we had a whole planet of Susie sunshines running around like I think we would all I mean I don't know I I would just it's not real no I would just be like ugh like it's just I I mean you're you're bringing up a topic that I clear you know what I mean <laughs> because for me and one of the surprises of the spiritual journey is claiming your inner bitch like claiming the right to be cranky not fucking having it and and how much guilt comes up when you yeah. once again set those boundaries and like how do I say this when we are only looking at external and you kind of brought this up earlier but like when you're trying to only measure something from the looks of something you're you're only getting like a tenth if that of the picture everything's energy so like even if um, a family looks like they're perfect or a teacher's like always oh, talking in a sing-song voice or like whatever the situation is, like external is only external. Like there are so many other levels and universes to feel into. And if something feels off, and this is like an Abraham Hicks quote, but if something feels off, it is. Yeah. And I'm sick of like, you know, it's like it's like calling out the elephant in the room. Like I'm sick of um, being in a society where you're like, no, that's off. There's something wrong here, whether you're in a classroom and you're feeling trapped because the teacher's abusing their authority or a relationship. I mean, there, there are endless yeah. things where people, even even just in your own home where you're like, oh, okay, this might just me be me being crazy. Like starting to trust more yourself you don't have to scream it and I'm working on this like um I'm, I'm working on because sometimes I pick up on things that someone not might not be ready to hear like that's the boundary <laughs> issue it's like okay well if they're not ready to hear that like I don't have to shout that at someone it's not yeah. <laughs> received well but like it's more about going within and trusting yourself like okay that feels off well then it probably is but I don't have to once again karma doesn't pay you to do her work like I yeah. don't have to be the one to like make everyone alerted to that instead like just kind of preaching what we're talking about of like healing work, going within, allowing yourself to feel and be who you are and trusting that as you just do that inner work, the external is going to shift and bring you more blessings than you can imagine. Yeah. And, and I have this conversation like with my guides at times where I'm in that place of like, I'm a, like, I'm a mess. Like what is like, how can I possibly be of service to anybody else if I don't have my shit together? Like, I clearly have more because I think uh, at least speaking for myself having that fear of like when are you ready to be a leader and be a teacher versus continually just taking classes like always trying to just learn 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 well mm -hmm. and not doing anything with that knowledge you've gained and so in having this con these conversations after like you know my feet have been put to the fire and stuff has hit the fan and I'm talking to my guides and they're like that's part of that's the human experience like if you weren't yeah. then you would be a guide or you wouldn't be here on earth yeah. like and my grandma the one who kicked my closet door <laughs> off its hinges she once said in spirit she said there are a lot of idiots on easy street mm. and i'm like well that's that's <laughs> our work we learn yeah in in those moments and that's where we, our greatest like our are the pieces of wisdom come out of when we think we are a mess but we're that's actually just where we're, we're all learning messes yeah that's get that's, used to it that's the human experience like that is the human yeah. aspect like, the lotus flower growing yeah. through the muck time and time again hopefully more and more gracefully that's what i'm working on yeah 
but gracefully to me it doesn't mean like today remember the toe thing even came in of dipping the toe in slowly and I was like I just stubbed my toe today and I was thinking about the lesson in it but like um well even Jada did that like of she was sitting in her like regal queen like egyptian like dog pose and then she went to move her head and like face planted on the armchair <laughs> but then like looked up like i've Poor still girl. got it yes. i'm still a queen yes exactly <laughs> being goofy or making mistakes doesn't mean you're not a king or a queen yeah like she said uh actually yeah that was one of the things she said that uh nothing needs to shake her crown yes like we're we're all gonna trip we're all gonna fall we but, all take shits. Yeah. Yep. We all poop. We all pee. Yeah. Like it's all, oh, look at her looking at me. It's all good. <laughs> but um, well, thank you for coming on. I know it like went by really quickly. Oh Can my you God. believe I, I know. It's like, well, on that note, we all pee and we all yeah. poop and anyway, goodbye. <laughs> how can I end on the most graceful, classy thing? <laughs> Guys, we all take shits. Well, what's funny is you were talking to me and Shane before even the psychic session started about um, your shaman school. Yeah. And how like you can get messages. Oh, yeah. Through. Um, we t- I- <laughs> you don't have to. You can start with where you started. And then- <laughs> <laughs> so we learned about reading the signs of destiny and um, and learning how to uh, Shane was talking about learning, uh, you know, having getting answers from the lightning and I then shared the class I took about how we learned to um scry like tea leaves rocks um and one of my classmates was like yeah well you know every morning after I have my bm I look in the toilet and I can tell how my day is gonna go I just read the signs of destiny from my poop (laughs) one of the funniest things I've ever heard because you really can like read into basically anything yeah. to get the symbolism and the signs and I just love the idea of someone looking at their poop and being like huh okay that's how all that's right. how it's gonna be all right I'm gonna, I'm gonna just avoid the freeway today Got what it. do you think if you if you have a random green poop what do you think that means good luck <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're gonna real spin it positive <laughs> you're doing a good job on eating your veggies Two weeks ago, I had a random green poop, and I was worried at first. Then I said, you know what? I feel healthy. That's good luck. That's a leprechaun shit. That's what was popping in my head with yeah, a leprechaun. There we go. Yeah. Thank you, leprechaun <laughs> realm, for coming through along with the fairy realm. <laughs> I'll let you know if I get a sparkle poop with yes, fairies please, lifting it. Please do. I feel like that would be like the unicorn poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. Where can people find you? And I love that you can do things over the phone or the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um. You can find me. I'm on uh, Facebook uh, slash Intuitive Libby. Instagram is where I'm most active. Uh, so in my handle there as well as Twitter is Intuitive Libby. And my website is intuitivelibby.com. Um, and yeah, you can find me on any of those. And you can schedule things through my website. And um, I'm branching out into being able to do some like uh, some things on uh, Instagram Messenger now. And Hell yeah. Too. So um, yeah. Please reach out to her. Um, <laughs> if you if you have a pet and you want to have your first pet psychic session, she's incredible. Or she is a shaman and a medium, so and intuitive. So, yeah. um, and what was cool about today is yes, she connected to Jada, but she also connected to my energy and messages came through there to Shane. She, Shane had a whole separate thing where you yeah. really felt into his soul song and you saw him, he, he entered the room wearing a hat and he's like, wait. And he went into his room and came <laughs> out with pretty much the exact hat you saw, yeah. but a different bright different color. color. Yeah, yeah. Still bright color. Yeah. So uh, yeah, she's, she's amazing. And, uh, and the animals um, again can be alive or in spirit. Um, so yeah, there's pretty much no, no limitations to what you're able to do so yeah check her out reach out to her and what what's your email if you oh it's uh info at intuitive libby and that's l-i-b-b-y uh dot com yes so please reach out to her get some info it was amazing and um with me you can follow me on instagram twitter at the kate wolf two f's um, if you want a non-dual Kabbalistic healing or tower reading, email me kwolf27 at gmail.com. Check out my album 1111. Check out Labia Game, my rap video, which is very much in tune with the way I walked in that. <laughs> I, I definitely need to check it out. For yeah. Sure. Okay. I'll show you Labia Game yes, before we please. go get some food. But um, <laughs> well, I'll show it to you before we hang with Shane again because he doesn't need he doesn't need that in his life. 
but thank you so much for coming out oh, here. Thank you for getting having to me meet on. you. Yeah, you're you're awesome. awesome. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and bye. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.